Hello, everyone. This is Kevin Jennings with the Mentor Team and a co-host of this podcast, Executive Minds. And before you listen, I wanted to let you know that this is actually a replay of an episode we put out last year. And as the team knew this summer, we wanted to uh, take a short break uh, to get some new episodes in. We also spend time with our family. Uh, we wanted to put together a few episodes we thought would be really great for you to hear again uh, and to also welcome some of our newer listeners to kind of get them introduced to the archive we have here. And so we hope you enjoy today's replay of the Executive Minds podcast and subscribe because we have new episodes on the way. Enjoy. Welcome to the Executive Minds podcast, turning good intentions into reality in your career, business, and life. Here's your host, Shane Benson. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm host Shane Benson, and I have with me David Farmer. Welcome, David. Shane, always good to be with you. Absolutely. And we find ourselves today wanting to have a conversation about what pivoting looks like, not only maybe in your your business, uh, but maybe your job, possibly your family. Uh, but there are some concepts around pivoting that I think could have helped us over the years and I think could definitely help uh, each of you that are listening as well. And so as I think about pivoting, it's really this idea of being anchored in something, but you shift and focus direction to something else. So if you think about basketball, that's a great example of pivot. That one foot has to stay still while you move or change direction based on the play. And I grew up playing uh, basketball, and they taught us how to use the pivot to kind of create offense and really create an advantage relative to the defender. But you pick that foot up, you just, you know, yeah, you got a violation. That's a turnover. What I learned was the, the turnover called walking, and that's what happens <laughs> when you pick up your pivot foot. That's right. Um, but, you know, as you think about – the opportunity that we have as leaders, oftentimes we are required to pivot quite often. And really, we've identified five principles. I'm sure these aren't the only principles, but they happen to start with an M. And so we're going to go through these five principles to talk about what you may need to do or what you might be experiencing that might cause you or create a need for you to pivot. You know why we wanted them all to start with a letter M, Shane? I have no idea. Because Jeff Henderson, our fellow uh, mentor, wanted to make sure that everything we do is kind of sticky, right? Yeah, so, it's sticky. So this is an attempt so to be sticky. You, yeah, when you connect it to a letter of the alphabet, the same letter of the alphabet, you have a better chance to remember that. Yeah. So there so you go. Jeff, so we got the five M's. This is for you, Jeff. So you got the five M's, and we're going to take you through those. So those are mission, methods, momentum, means and membership. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with mission. You know, if you think about mission, David, I think sometimes, you know, a mission, if it changes or no longer inspires, it may be time to pivot. Yep. And I might even begin by saying mission, I think of as being different than purpose. Purpose is often why do you exist uh, as a team, as an organization, um, you might even ask that question for your um, just your your own personal life, and you hope that's not changing a lot. Purpose is purpose, but the mission is, I think, by definition, it tends to be something that can be accomplished, and then you need a reset uh, or a pivot in this case. Yeah. So if you think about the early '60s, um, John F. Kennedy was made famous for saying that we're going to land a man on the moon and safely return him home by the end of the decade. That is a great example of a mission. 
once you accomplish that mission, it may create the need to pivot. Absolutely. And I think our military, they live by missions and they get, they get really clear. Missions are very helpful in creating focus, energy, alignment, um, and therefore performance. You think about Apple Computer maybe as an example. Uh, initially, their mission was... They really were the computer. You said it, Apple Computer. But if you look now, that's not even their name anymore because they felt there was a need to pivot. And they, yes, they still make computers. My wife actually was at the Apple store last night. I have a daughter uh, at, at college and her hard drive just gave up the ghost and we had to make the decision, do we buy another motherboard or get a new computer? So we just said, ah, new computer. So they're still in the computer business. They got some of my money last night. But at the same time, they've just come out with a new credit card. Yeah, they've shifted to the technology business, really. Yeah, and I mean, they're doing all kinds of things. It right? is, it is a, it's much broader than computer. It is almost a technology lifestyle brand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Nike's another good example. Um, they've had to pivot over the years. They started out as really a shoe company. Yep. And now they're more of a lifestyle brand. Yes. And so they've, they've pivoted several times in regards to their mission of kind of moving forward. So that's a great example. And, and there may be activities that you have either at work or at home where maybe that mission is changing or it needs to change and therefore it creates the need to pivot. It can fuel inspiration um, that can drive all kinds of healthy growth. Yeah, love it. So the, let's go to methods. If you think about methods, Sometimes the methods you need to accomplish the mission need to change. So right as you're kind of going after something, you may need to change or pivot because the methods need to change. And Shane, I think you and I are kind of right in the midst of one of these in our work at Chick-fil-A. You are heavily involved on the very front end. We have this app. Hopefully a lot of our listeners are big users, but the Chick-fil-A One app which really is intended to uh, almost change the business model a little bit and make it easy for the customer to order and and even be rewarded and skip lines if they want to be a customer at Chick-fil-A. Uh, that is a change in methodology that I think reflects where the whole marketplace is going. If we don't have that, I think uh, the experience is not what it could be, and we lose business. Well, a lot of businesses are going through this right now. I mean, if, if uh, and I'll, I'll say it in a humorous way, but if if our mission at Chick-fil-A, which it's not, is for the world to eat more chicken, um, I mean, that's pretty close to our mission. But the method of how you do that, as we've learned over the last five or 10 years, is we're realizing that we're when digital meets physical, we've got to change the way that we go about serving a guest. And so, therefore, we come out with our own Digital One app so that, Customers can leverage technology to get up front of the line, get their chicken faster. So it's leveraging that technology. And those methods have to change and you have to try and stay up ahead of that. And when you do need the method to change, that's when you have to make a pivot. Yeah, I think two years ago, you and I had the privilege of hearing live from one of the founders of Netflix. And think about what happened with their business. Everybody's very familiar. They used to have this model where they would send you a, a basically a movie on a, a disc, a DVD, and you'd have to send it back in. And they jumped on streaming video early as the network capability emerged and talk about a pivot that has uh, paid huge dividends for them. And then you could argue they pivoted again yeah. By going from just being um, distribution, we're going to send you movies that other people create to we're in the content creation business and you're, you're seeing other networks um, follow suit because they have to. Yeah, 
They, because Net, Netflix pivoted and moved the market. Yeah. If you, they've probably made multiple pivots and made those pivots because the method of, of the way that they reached their consumer needed to change. For yeah. Sure. Had they, you have to think, so what if they didn't? Uh, if they didn't, uh, we wouldn't be talking about them. Well, like we don't talk about Blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, because they were a great example of not pivoting when they needed to. Yeah. And we could go back even to the Apple example. So many brands that are not thinking about how they will pivot, they service for a period of time and then uh, there's no need for them anymore. And you don't, you probably don't want that for your team or for your organization or your business. So um, we've talked about mission. We've talked about methods. Let's talk a little bit about momentum. You may need to pivot if you've lost or need to create momentum. So what are some examples that you can think of, David, that translate to momentum? I'll give you just a simple one. Um, you know, we buy all kinds of things from Amazon these days, and I've noticed that a lot of my deliveries are done by the U.S. Postal Service. And so I think they probably recognize we run the risk of losing um, some of our momentum and revenue. And so how do we jump on uh, a big opportunity? Um, and clearly, last mile delivery is a big opportunity these days. And so they've pivoted in order to to go from losing momentum to trying to create some momentum. Yeah. So if there's a need, if you see a need to pivot because of maybe a loss of momentum, I'll give you something I learned several years ago that momentum's created by new, improved, or improving. If you think mm -hmm. about toothpaste companies do this really well. I mean, next time you're in uh, a Walgreens or a Walmart, go to the toothpaste aisle and just look at the number of toothpaste. I guarantee between Colgate and Crest, there are 60 different brands. I've actually counted them before, but you'll see, you'll see the word new use so often or improving use so often. What that does to the consumers, it creates momentum. They're like drawn into the brand because, oh, this is new and improved whitener. And you look at that. Another one I think about that's an example per, uh, consumer product is Dove. You know, for years, I always associated Dove with more my wife's lifestyle brand. I mean, it was Dove soap, and I typically wouldn't use that. I was more of an Irish spring kind of guy. <laughs> um, but now they've taken up a, a whole new line of men's products. And I mean, everything from hairs to soaps to uh, colognes, you name it. And so they created momentum. They chose to pivot because they needed to create some momentum in the brand. And they did that by coming out with some new or improved uh, products. Shane, we do this with the Chick-fil-A menu. We're at an event this week where we're meeting with some of our operators and showcasing some beverages that we're looking at introducing in 2020. And we'll do some of them as limited release sort of seasonal beverages. We have a signature uh, Chick-fil-A lemonade and signature Chick-fil-A tea, and we'll create special recipes of those for a season in part. Uh, you talked about it, new, improved, or improving. It's a way to just create some energy and focus on that category. We'll sell them, which is great, but we'll also try to lift the whole category in the process. That's a great example. Um, I'm trying to think of one that uh, might pertain to maybe you as a leader, you're trying to move some work through the organization. And I'll never forget sitting down with a friend of mine and just saying, you know, I'm really frustrated because I can't seem to get this idea moving forward. And I feel like I need to pivot on my methodology or the way that I'm going about it. And he said, you know, honestly, you just need to create momentum. And I said, well, how do I do that? And he said, I want you to come up with the one question 
that you're going to ask every leader about that topic. So every time you meet with a leader or an influencer, you're going to ask that one question and it will begin to create momentum around the work. And I've never forgotten that. I use it all the time. So as I go into the new year, I think about, okay, what's the work that I want to move? And what's the one question I'm going to ask everybody I run into about that work? And what that does is it creates momentum and it allows you to begin to think differently about the work. It allows you to pivot. Well, I'll, I'll just throw out a couple of different categories. Listening to you uh, gets me thinking about this. Do you need momentum in your family? Mm. Pivot. Do you need momentum in your marriage? Pivot. No, let me be careful. Let me clarify that. In your marriage with your existing <laughs> spouse, you know, what can you and your spouse do uh, just to sort of re-energize uh, your relationship so there's healthy growth? Do you need momentum in your spiritual life? Do you need momentum in your uh, just health and and personal um, well-being? You know, can you pivot relative to your nutrition mm. or your exercise regimen? So pivots can be really helpful yeah. when you want to kind of get to another level. Let's jump to our next category. And so we've gone through mission, methods, momentum. Let's talk about means and means specific to resources. You either have more or you need more, and it might be the reason to pivot. Yeah, and I, I've got an example. Um, this is probably more in the in the have more category, but Mallory and I have been involved with a church for a long time now, and the church kind of started from scratch, and we had to create a physical space to meet. So we had to build buildings, and there was debt that was associated with that. But we had a lot of focus and a great leader and our senior pastor who challenged us, let's get this debt paid off so that we can do more productive things with resources. And so we did over a period of several years. And just a couple of years ago, we, we retired all our debt. And then that gave us some margin that we could figure out what's, what's the better use of that money. And so we're able to do some things to benefit the community. And one example of a pivot that came about as a result of having more means, we said, let's start a student-oriented study hall program during the middle of the week. So we created a space where a, a, a really a positive, productive space where kids could come together in the evening, kind of like a coffee shop, but there are mentors present. They can come do their homework, hang out. They can socialize a little bit, and they're going to have really healthy interaction with some of the adult mentors that are there to guide them. I'm not sure we would have been able to do it had we not had the means, but it enabled us to pivot. Oh, it's a great example. Um, personally, I can remember um, there was a season where I think three kids need to go into braces and we did not have the best health care at the time. And so it was out of pocket. It was a good bit of money and it created the need for us to pivot our family vacation. But what was really cool about that was we just said, OK, we don't have as much resource. So we're going to go on a one week camping trip. Um, ended up being one of our best family memories. Um, but the reason that we had to pivot is because we had a lack of resources. Now, when I think about the business side, oftentimes when you do a really good job as a leader of casting vision, of, of helping the organization see the need for the work that you're working on, sometimes that can become a windfall of resources. So how might you that creates the need to pivot as well, don't you think, David? I absolutely. I think even a, a variation on that. Imagine you don't have the means to uh, Wi-Fi. 
And so you turn off electronic devices. Mm. And that's a pivot that can uh, be beneficial and healthy. So or miserable. No, I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah, for you sure. know, for a season, that could be yeah. really good. So we took a, a trip, a kind of a mission impact trip over to Africa this year. We didn't have all the things we have back home. That's a pivot. But it, it enabled us to focus on things we might have missed otherwise and certainly yeah. don't see day in and day out here. So means whether you have more or you have less, uh, good times to think about a big pivot. Yeah, great example. So our last one is membership. Say a little bit more about membership. Well, membership might mean you have a change in your team. Maybe there's a change of leadership. Maybe there's just a stakeholder change. But one of the key um, members of the of the team, so to speak, there's been turnover. And so it warrants uh, thinking about who's on the team, what can they bring to the table, what's the team need, and it may result in a pivot as well. I think, too, this is a good reminder, especially if the leader of the team changes. I think as followers, we've got to be ready for a pivot. Yeah. You've got to assume that that leader is probably not going to do some some of the things that the the uh, outgoing leader would do. Um, and therefore, I think it, you've got to kind of come into that assuming that you're going to need to make a pivot. I got a personal story on this one. It's a little bit of a painful personal story. But, <laughs> I love those. Uh, January 2018, I have uh, three kids that have been to the University of Georgia. And if you follow college football, uh, Georgia had a big year and they made it to the national championship game against Alabama. It was at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. I'm like, okay, I am... I'm all in. I'm taking my family to the national championship game, dug deep, figured out a way to make this happen, get the tickets, uh, and we went. And it looked, I mean, everything was going George's way, first half of the game. And we're at the game, so you don't have the benefit of hearing all the commentary from the announcers, but I am using my ESPN app to sort of track what's going on. And I'm looking at stats, and I notice, oh, there's a second quarterback. That had to be a mistake. That's so odd. ESPN doesn't typically make mistakes. And then I realized, no, there is a different quarterback. And I didn't have the benefit, again, of having the the play-by-play guys announce that Jalen Hurts had come out of the game and Tua Tagovailoa had come in the game. Change in membership, change in personnel. They changed the approach. Mm. Uh, they pivoted. The, they pivoted. The offense did. And they came back and they were able to beat Georgia <laughs> on the last play of the game. Uh, uh, that was a hard I want to apologize to my kids for even bringing it up. They were crushed. Georgia fans all over were crushed. We've honestly not fully recovered from that yet. But it was it's just a, a real example. When the membership changes, it may create the need to pivot. Or the opportunity. Or the opportunity to pivot. As it yeah, did in that great. case. Wow. And so I think I, I think uh, Alabama's coach Nick Saban would probably tell you, had he not made that change, Alabama would probably not have won that game and it would not have won that national yeah. championship. Yeah. That's a great example. And, and so, you know, as we, as you think about, um, opportunities to pivot, uh, these five areas are indicators that you may need to or get ready to pivot, uh, either in your work or life. And so just to kind of go through those again, mission, if the mission changes or no longer inspires, it may be time to pivot. If the methods need to change or something that's not helping you accomplish your mission needs to, it may be time for a pivot. If you've lost momentum or need to create momentum, it may be time to pivot. 
And if the means, uh, if you get a windfall of resources, you have more or you need more resources, it may be time to pivot. And then again, last but not least, membership. If someone on the team changes or the leader changes, it may be necessary to pivot. A simple concept I would add is you don't always have to do this in reaction mode. These same triggers can work if you're really trying to be proactive and and you want to pivot. And I think we actually want to talk about an example where that's exactly what we're trying to do relative to this podcast. Yep. So for a couple of years now, we've been coming to you as Launch University and we have thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, I I don't want to speak for the entire team, but I think the entire team was here. We'd say we've learned more in the last couple of years than I feel like we've shared at times. Uh, No question. It's unbelievable. Just with the countless number of people we've had. David, how many podcasts have we done up to date? It's pretty like over a hundred and... Almost 150. I was going to say. And it's interesting. The podcast sort of gives you an excuse sometimes to have a conversation with people. I'm not sure they'd want to talk to us any other way. (laughs) So I think that's helped. This has been been great. And along the way, we've actually realized that there have been things that we're learning on this journey specific to our customer base, the listeners that are out there, and what your needs are kind of moving forward. And what that's done for us is it's begged the question, do we need to pivot? And that's kind of where we are today, and we want to make a little bit of an announcement here. Yeah. Uh, you want me to unveil it? Do it. So we are going from Launch University, which I have to, I do have to spell that for everybody all the time, to a, a, a totally new brand, and it's called Mentor, spelled M-N-T-R. You can actually check out our new website at wearementor.co. So we A-R-E, mentor, M-N-T-R dot C-O, co. Love for you to go check that out. You can find uh, a lot of the old podcasts there, blog content, learn a little bit more about Jeff Henderson, Kevin Jennings, Shane and myself. And it's a way to kind of connect with us as well. Uh, Show notes are there. But um, we felt like it was just time to do that. And and we can describe what uh, Mentor is really all about. I would say Launch University was really helping people that felt like they were called to get something started. Uh, whether they were doing that in the context of uh, an existing organization, they might have been an entrepreneur, or they were starting their own business. This is a little bit broader than that. Actually talking to people that are trying to start things led us to recognize there may be a bigger opportunity. You want to describe that? Yeah, so as we talk to more and more of, of you, uh, we realize that really what you're wanting is practical guidance that's proven to convert potential in high performance so you can grow your career. Yep. Um, you know, it's like, hey, tell us the stuff that can actually help us move through our career and grow. And that seems to be what really resonates. Even so much so when we actually talk to an entrepreneur, what we find resonates most is the principles or practices that they've actually taken to help grow themselves or grow their career. And so we just felt like that this pivot to a name change around mentor was a really, really good idea. And so that's the journey that we're on. And we're looking forward to you coming along with us. A lot of the content will stay the same, but I think some of our focus over time will shift to really providing more practical guidance moving forward. 
Yeah, I would say if you've got a real mentor uh, in your career, maybe in your organization, maybe it's somebody outside of your organization, but they still, they coach you up, awesome. You want to leverage that. Uh, somebody's being really generous with their time and, and, um, and, and just the expertise they have. Not everybody has that. And so if nothing else, we want to at least be a virtual mentor to folks that are trying to grow in their career. And I would say it's incumbent upon you to own your own personal and professional growth. We're trying to make it easy. We collectively, I think, have a lot of experience with some uh, really healthy organizations, kind of diverse organizations as well. Shane and I with Chick-fil-A, but in different roles. Uh, Jeff with a really large uh, church organization, clearly one of the largest uh, in the country, and and they focus so much energy on um, just leadership. And then Kevin has had so many unique experiences helping some of the best content providers in the country, like Oprah and um, Tony Robbins and Dave Ramsey launch content, and he's helping businesses do the same type of thing, build their brand, grow their business on a regular basis. So we've, we feel like we've got a lot we can offer there, and then we're able to just tap into other leaders and have conversations. And so talk a little bit how we're even rebranding the name of the podcast, yeah. all up under the, the broader umbrella of mentor. So as David mentioned, you can get to the podcast one of a couple ways. The first one is wearementor.co. We just gave you that website, so we're looking forward to that. And again, the show notes, everything's going to be there. Uh, so really exciting there. But the podcast is going to be named Executive Minds. And so if you go on to uh, whatever podcast platform you you use, you can find us at Executive Minds. It's podcast. So it'll move from Launch University beginning this month to Executive Minds, and you can, again, find us at wearementor.co or Executive Minds Podcast, and we're looking forward to coming back to you uh, again with our next podcast. We've got some heavy hitters coming up here very shortly we're really excited about as we kind of dive into these new topics that ultimately help provide practical guidance proven to convert your potential into high performance as you try and grow your career. So Shane, if you map our pivot back to the outline we just shared, what would you say are some of the drivers? Uh, like I'm thinking clearly momentum. Uh, we want to take what we've learned from uh, the listeners, what we've learned from a couple of years of conversation and figure out how can we generate even more momentum. We think if we broaden the scope a little bit from just launchers to people that are trying to grow in their career, that is going to help us. So momentum was a driver. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually think if at the highest level, it really is looking at our mission, like what are we trying to accomplish? And, you know, as we've gone on this journey over the last two years, we've realized that we've really fine-tuned that to folks that are interested in growing in their career and life and the practical advice that we can provide through interviewers, through life experience, that has reshaped to some degree this need to pivot. And so we want to continue to fine-tune that and provide really best-in-class kind of mentorship to folks that are out there. Yep. So if, if I would leave uh, the listeners today with maybe two challenges. One is ask yourself, is there an area in your life or your work where you think you really need a pivot? You're just kind of stalled out, stuck, or not moving in the direction, not extracting everything out of the circumstance you would want. And then two, we're pivoting. So uh, come with us on this journey as we go from Launch University to Mentor. So 
in closing, David, I want to say thank you. It has been an awesome ride for the last two years. And Jeff Henderson and Kevin Jennings, uh, I just can't imagine not having had the opportunity to do this. It's been awesome. And so as we transition from Melanch University to Mentor and our new Executive Minds podcast, we're so excited to be on this journey with you together. Uh, we can't wait for the next time we get to just share some thoughts and ideas with you. And so tune in next time on Mentor or Executive Minds podcast, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Executive Minds Podcast. We hope it's helped you move from go-getter to difference maker. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. For more show notes and helpful resources, visit executiveminds.co. That's executiveminds.co.